two-man. Israel Folau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Alright, welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, episode 14. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. You're here with Kagi, uh, number one, Harry, number three, and uh, Nelson, number eight in our fantasy draft. G'day, fellas. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Good to be here and not to be last. Always good not to be last. Um, it's rigged. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought we'd chuck in the uh, the rankings in the intro. Nelson was really keen on that, so... Uh... <laughs> yep. All right. Uh FantasyXVDraft.com, that's our website where we write a few weekly articles, um, the Casualty Ward, the Fantasy Round and Review, and the Stock Market, uh, get stuck into those, and get after us on the socials, we are FantasyXVDraft on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Excellent, plugs out of the way, Entree this week, Round 15 in Review, got the right round boys, yeah, 15. I think so, mate, I think so. Um, what happened... In uh, round 15 was the first game. Uh, well, let's start off, actually. The Blues had a bye, so it wasn't really worth watching any rugby this week because there was no Ioannis playing. Um, it's going to be the same this week, I think. can't believe you guys, your team actually scored some points despite <laughs> having no Ioannis. Mate, I, my boys show up every week, okay? I win. Um, all right, but first fixture of the week was the big one. the Probably one of the most anticipated games of the year. Uh, it is the second time they've played, I think. Or, yeah, yeah, second time they played this year, but... Uh, Crusaders Hurricanes, two top of the table clash. Mm. Um, Crusaders taking it out 24 13. Harry, can you get us started on this one? Wasn't it a wet blanket of a game? <laughs> it was wet and a wet blanket. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. I watched it and was very bored. Yeah, me too. Well, Weather makes it difficult, especially when you've got Crusaders that play. Yeah, go on. I was going to say play structured and simple. So just, it suits them more, I think, the, the wet weather. Definitely. I kind of agree, but the Crusaders, as much as they just got off Ford's game, they have this ability to score the most absurd handling tries in the wet the wet as well. Like they can yeah. turn it on and just score the most outrageous tries. Like, it's not even raining. Their yeah. handling is unbelievable. I, I do have to agree. Uh, it was an extremely boring game as a Ben Lamb owner. Um, <laughs> I didn't see him touch the ball. In fact, the left wing didn't get the ball until Ben Lamb was subbed off, and then Jonah Lowe got about four runs, so... Thanks for that. But, I think uh, he's just angry, and he he's angry because he's in your team. No, no other reason. Man, he's he's never looked angry in his life. I, I don't feel like he doesn't even know what that emotion is. Have you seen his face? He's just got like a. You know, someone he, needs to check if he's he, a, a bot or something. You know, what he I mean? shows he's it by bumping right. people. He, he <laughs> shows his anger. He's one hundred percent He shows his anger by bumping people. Definitely true. He takes it out the ways. Anyway, so it was, it was obviously a forward space game. Mm-hmm. The Crusaders just completely mm-hmm. dominated the the contest. Trucked it up through the middle. Um, They're just so good at that. I, I didn't see this Razor Robinson quote that you, you put down here. What was it? Uh, well, it, you, you might have changed it a bit here, but uh, no, he said <laughs> he said the wetter the better um, for, for this game. That's um, yeah. it'll be interpreted in a few ways. It is. Look, he, 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 I'm not even sure if he was talking about the game. He might have been <laughs> talking about something else. Um, but uh, we'll just leave it. There. <laughs> so returning from injury was Luke Romano, who came off the bench position that he's obviously expected to hold for the majority of the season with Scotty Barrett playing well. Uh, Injuries, we had Tim Bateman come off with a hamstring injury pretty early on in the match. Pete Samu got concussed. And earlier in the week, just if anyone missed it, Gareth Evans had an ankle injury, uh, which meant... What's his mate that started at number eight? Blade Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Nelson picked him up. Yeah, he got nothing. 
He, he did, did very cause, little. Because Nelson picked him up, so he got nothing. nothing. Look, he, he got points whenever he played. Yeah, he got nine. In the past. Last year, last week, just not this week. <laughs> last week he had an absolute blinder, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, but even last year, like he, he's got points in the past. <laughs> Look, he's definitely a favourite son of uh, Chris Boyd. We've said that. You know, he, he's, uh, he's the he does like he's him, the Matt Proctor of the forwards, you know. I'm surprised he hasn't come out and said he's the best number eight in his world. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, anyway, so <clears> the top scorer for the whole round was Hayden Bedwell Curtis. Who scored a try, I think, to go with that? The game, not the whole round. Sorry, the, yeah. the, definitely the, the game. match. That's it, yeah. Mikey Alatoa scored 32 with a try to his name as well. But the try shouldn't have been a try, that's fine. Yeah. Dougie's was... shaking his head, he scored. He scored 46 points? No, he's got a try. No, nah, mate. Oh, that was what was in the. Uh, 32. Okay. And then Scotty Barrett closely followed 31. Reed Prince at 30 also with a try. The first back was the fifth highest player for the match with 29 points, Jack Goodhue. And then you had a couple of others, Sevilla, 28, Munoscada, 27. You definitely need to update your stats there. Is that right? Yeah, yep. Mikey yeah. Alto got 46 points. You definitely. Yeah. You definitely. Um, refresh. Refresh, moving oh, on. Oh, fuck. Um, so those points, <laughs> the top the top of that game was Mikey Alto and Hayden Bedwell Curtis, both on 46 points. Um, Harry's just... Still caught in with the, the preliminary scores. No, I think we roll on and make Harry look bad here. Because, I mean, that's just a rookie error. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Alatar 46, Bevel Curtis 46, Barrett 41, Artie Sevilla 41, Caddy Taylor 37. Not much from anyone. Not bad for a couple of forwards and that was about it. Yep. I'm back up to, uh, back up to level with what's happening. So apologies for that. Good catch up. Um... No one knows. That, that was about it. The only other thing I would I would say is that Jack Goodhue's played a couple of weeks at the inside centre now, where Bateman or Crotty have gotten injured quite well in the game early in the game, and he's looked pretty pretty quiet on both occasions. You know, for, for whatever reason, even though the Crusaders play that interchangeable role with their 10, 12, 13, he just doesn't seem to score as well. He doesn't get as heavily involved. He doesn't seem to run the ball as much. It's just yeah, he's a bit quiet, and that's frustrating as one of the form centres in the game. Mm. Um, but there, there wasn't really too much else from this, was there? There just was just, no ball out wide. Nah. No ball at all out wide, yeah. It was just simple wet weather footy, really, and the Crusaders did it better. And that's not a fantasy scoring matchup. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Tight in tight. I'd like to know what we said last week. Um, we discussed the weather. We said the weather would play in, in, a massive element, but did we? And, and shout out to our weatherman, uh, Blakey Palmer. He said it didn't look too too bad, did he? No, he said 40%. Raised to 60% the next day. Raised to 60% yeah. precipitation. Um, <laughs> Rain. And, uh, yeah. It's not so, going to hail. But I, I, I just wonder if we thought the Hurricanes or the Crusaders were going to win. But. I flip-flopped all week. I think mm. I went Crusaders at the start of the week, and then by yeah. the end of the week I swapped and I went Hurricanes. Lineups. And I ended up back in the Hurricanes very wrongly. I think, yeah, lineups pushed me towards the Hurricanes. Crusaders just lost so many players. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just made Tough no, everyone, yeah. Yeah, it just made no difference. They can they can put any team out in the park and they'll play just yeah. as well. Yep, that's it. It's just their structures. Anyway, we'll, we'll get on to the, the accurate scores for the next one. Rebel Sun Wolves, Mr. Re- Kagi. Rebel Sun Wolves, all right. Um, we're trying to keep Nelson from talking as long as possible, so we'll go next. Um, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Rebels 40, Sun Wolves 13. So uh, a very new-looking... Um, Sunwolves team, uh, obviously, as we discussed at length the last two weeks, um, losing a lot of players to the Japanese national training camp. Mm. Um, so a lot of play- new players and players playing in different positions. Um, and yeah, look, the Rebels just turned it on. They turned up and turned it on. Um, as op- the opposite to the Hurricanes Crusaders where there was no ball out wide, all of the ball went out wide in this game. And uh, so we had Corey Beattie, 
with a hat trick and Jack Maddox with two tries to himself. So he looked good. He did look pretty good in terms of in terms of fantasy points. How did that translate? Uh, Maddox, so sorry, top of the game was Amanaki Murphy. So good to see him back. Biggest top ball of the game. hog in the game. Oh yeah, he is who it you started, want for a fantasy player. It's it's not what you want. I don't when, like him anymore. Yeah, it's not what you want when your you team's don't actually. Like him. That's fantasy. Don't get me wrong. Gold. Right. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not what Australian rugby needs as one of the eights because he's hogging it. They actually have players around him that are actually trying to work now. There was one. And he's not giving it to him. There was a play there. I'm sure the Summers were down a man. I feel like they had to have been, but it was like a it was a five meter scrum, mm. and they had they were maybe seven or eight meters from the touch line. They wheeled it round to the open side, so it looked like they that Joe Powell could pass. No, sorry, to uh, who was the half? Ruru, Ruru could pass Ruru. it out wide, yeah. and instead Murphy took it himself blind. He got tackled and got turned over, and it was just yeah. like he, run, he just runs by himself. He's the biggest that's, ball hog in the game. That's an extra point for, uh, for Murphy owners, though, so they're happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, maybe I'm just bitter because I don't own him, but no, no. I think that, I think is, you're fair. He's he's he very average to watch from a team perspective right now. He's a it, massive. It depends. Actually, I don't know how he got so many points this week. I don't remember him making any of those. You know, like the first half of the season type of runs where he just broke the line in the middle. He didn't of make any of them. he so. made so many runs. That's what right. it was. Yeah, like, I think he had 19 runs, something like that. Yeah, okay. Crazy. Like, yeah. just hogged the ball all day long. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, look, he so he topped it on 72 points. Um, and after that, we had, yeah, Jack Maddox on 70. Uh, and then Corey Beattie with 69. So, yeah, great game from over there. And Jack Maddox, is he's looking the goods. Yeah, he is. He's really looking good. I think he's a definitely call-up for the Wallaby squad. God, he's fast. He's got a good boot. So when, when, many people talk crap about him, but I really like him. No, he's, he's a really good player. I don't think Hodge was the right move at 10. I'd be... My, I don't think so either, but they did look more direct. At least he took it to the line a little bit. He more. looked more direct... They look more, look more direct because he just took it forward. They had other people slot in and pass the ball for him. He didn't really do a 10 roll there. That's true. But it's not the worst thing, just well, having Demi someone Valencia take the plays forward. the same style. Yeah. And we all have been swinging off his member for the whole for season. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel different about him. Yeah, Chad Maddox, did he do a lot of first receiver? No, um, Ma- Maddox didn't. didn't. Much this game, I DHP slot in. Yeah, DHP, did DHP set up two tries. Yeah. Who else? Mark someone else slot in as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Really I think English slot in English. once or twice. Yeah, well. mm. yeah, Meeks. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't seem to actually be playing a 10 role where he's guiding the team around at all. Yeah, okay. All right, well, moving on. Uh, DHP, speaking of DHP, he uh, he missed two, missed a few soft tackles, but um, but he did set up those two good tries. Um, he's, uh, look, we thought he was going to be pretty solid fantasy scorer, you know, as in past years, but maybe... Maybe when he's not just carrying an entire team on his shoulders, uh, he's not getting all of the available fantasy points. So, yeah. uh, he's, he's a guy that eats the team's fantasy points, and if the rest of the players are doing it, he, he just, he's just he got nothing to chew on. I, I think it's pretty simple. I think in the force, when he caught the ball, he basically would start going for a run, and he'd think, <laughs> oh, I've got no one better than me to pass to, so I'll just run it. Uh, whereas in the Rebels, he's like, oh, I actually have some people that are all right to pass the ball to. Exactly. So, um, yeah. He got 28 points with two try assists. So I, what just, else did he do? Well, nothing. Yeah, he yeah. had a couple of tackle busts, but realistically, he just doesn't. His running game isn't kicking in. He, he, I don't know if it's just purely because he's missed so much footy. Yeah. But right now, he's not running, and and that's yeah. where he gets his points. When he used to, you know, how many times have you seen him break the line with like a little goose step through contact? His little Ben Smith to kick returns. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They were kick returns, and he's not having to worry about it as much in the Rebels in this sort of setup and structures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look for the uh, for the Moon Dogs, uh, Lomano Lomeki. He topped it for them, fifty points. 
Um, it was a, a week just to be clear that Nelson didn't pick him up. So he, oh, he does my head in. Um, How, he's gunned one week and he's terrible the next. <laughs> no, he's gunned every week except the week you <laughs> Exactly. But um, so yeah. look, he looked good. He's uh, he's a good player. And uh, I guess so. Look, in this game, returning from injury. Sorry, I should start with that. But we had uh, DHP come back. Ben Daly came back. Jordan Ulysi was back on the bench. Uh, and for the Sunwolves, um, we had Inagaki, James Moore, Samisi Masarewa. Salmaki and Makabe came back. Um, yeah, the lock, Makabe. Yeah, Shinya Makabe. And uh, look, Salmaki came back <clears> just <throat> to get injured again. So he's now <laughs> done a serious injury. Did it for realsies this time. Did it for realsies. <laughs> What's he done? His ACL? Yeah. Gone. All right, so goodbye, um, Salmaki. And also goodbye to probably their other most potent offensive weapon of the year, mm. uh, Michael Little, son of Walter Little. Yep. Uh, what did he son do? Son of who? I've never heard that before. <laughs> You have to say son of a bitch every time. You, say you it. have to say it every time. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know. Cousin to Stuart. Yeah. I know, that's good. Um, he, what did he do? He, he dislocated his patella. Yeah, so he dislocated his kneecap, so he'll also be gone for a few hours. Is that worse than ACL or not? Uh, it depends how they manage it. Probably not. Probably yeah. more painful. <laughs> no. Okay. I've done an ACL. I feel like that would hurt less. Depends on the person. Very good. All right, we'll move you're on. Pretty, you're pretty soft, yeah. No, I'm true, saying yeah. ACL was less bad. Right. Yeah. Patella's worse. Yeah, you're soft. Yeah. Let's move on, boys. Uh, Haguares and the Sharks. Hold on, mate. We're just going to skip over Greg Vardze. Well, we were. We only talk about my players in this podcast, man. Yeah. yeah, hey, yeah. Greg Vardze, the hooker, listed as prop. Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> say his name. All right. Jabba the Hutt. Greg Vardze. Um, got his first run at hooker. Or second run at hooker, yeah, sorry. He's played before, then. Yeah. Um, second starting run as hooker, and he's listed as a prop. He got 38 points. 39. 39 points on that, that score. Oh, sorry, okay. Then the Fox Sports thing is up and down on depending where you look at these points. No, well, maybe think, you I are. Think, I think it's right, you just, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the live scores, Matt. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Um, and anyway, he should play again this week. So a good pick up for a one weeker if you're looking for a mm. smoky prop. That's it. Which, he won't, he so, won't do it again. So the reason that. Yeah, well, he, didn't, he got his points from just work rate. Yeah, he very likely will. The reason that that's a great value proposition is because they get free points like a lining up. So he did that proposition. Yeah. Uh, That's true. A, so they just get a point every, every successful lineup. They get a yep. point, uh, and then also, obviously, generally, they're the ones to be on the back of a driving ball for a try. Yep. So yeah, not that. <clears throat> I, I was thinking this pre-game though. The Sun Wolves do not roll in more. No. So he's not going to get a roll in more try. Exactly. No. But so, yeah. he's just going to accumulate like any other hooker. Yep. Basically, basically, he could be in there for another ten, ten points. Another ten lineouts. Ten points. There. Yeah. Go. Exactly. Providing he. You know, throws them. Forward. Funny you say that because he got thirty-eight, G one thirty-nine, G one Q mm. got twenty-eight. So it's pretty much the difference. The lineouts straight, yeah, straight away there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We know our stuff here on Fantasy XP Draft. <laughs> we looked into that before. Right. Jags and Sharks, <clears throat> Nelson. So the Jags, they got another win, so that pushes their record now to six in a row, which is is pretty big. Which is two Aussies, two Kiwis, two Saka sides. So it's a pretty good no split there. No Japanese sides. No Japanese sides in the last six, mate. So wait. Japanese have got, got it. to get that monkey up there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but no, they had the, the four try to one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four try to one bonus point. They looked good again, and the Sharks just seemed to offer nothing. To be honest, the Sharks did seem to defend well at the start of the game, mm. but they were still seventeen points to nil down just before scoring it before the half time. Yeah. 
Um, no, yeah, for the first 30, they had that solid, good D-line, which has been they, winning them games. They did. There were tries let through, but they were working hard in defence. The Jags but, but seemed to really take their opportunity. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. The Jags took every opportunity they had, and because they had few opportunities, and they really had to work hard to build up enough momentum to get any space. I, I think this is enough to, to say, I reckon, the Jags. Are, I mean, we've said it before, I suppose, but they're going to take the South African Conference. Well, I, I think they're a fair they are way the behind. I don't, I no, don't know. No, no, the Lions are... Two points ahead of them, and they've played one extra game. Seven or two? Are you sure? I thought it was seven. I'm pretty sure it's two points ahead of them. I love the preparation we do on this podcast, but I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's two points. But we'll move on while Harry looks that up. But Moyano was the fantasy man of the match. Moyano! How good was he? He's, he's had his best game in 2018. He got 98 points at seven. Is and it? he had his best game. Six, six points difference, but the Jags have got a game in hand. All right, but back to Moyano. So I picked him up this week. Uh, as always, we talk about my players on the podcast this year. Um, and so how many points did Moyano get, Nelson? Mm-hmm. He got 98 points, <laughs> Yeah, mate. he did. Woohoo! How good is he? I was just absolutely frothing on him, on him early in the season. He is a little bit feast or famine, but this was feast all day This long. was big. He, he got it. three tries. He and ran he was, in 12 runs for 130 metres. He was literally involved in every try opportunity. As in, oh, for sure. If he, he didn't score a try, he got the try. Mate, he got, there was he no got, try that didn't involve Moyano this week. He got five line breaks and four tackle busts. Like, mm. He's just splitting the defence. He was immense. Uh, That's a great Fili- game to wake up to on uh, Saturday morning. Yeah. Buffelli continued his form. He got 45 points. He got 96 run metres, four tackle busts, two line breaks. Um, I thought it was interesting. Creevy got 38 points for two runs and five metres. Yeah. So that proved what you were saying before. As a hooker, he got all his points from lineouts, which he got 13, mm. and he got nine tackles. So most of his points came from lineouts and tackles, but he also got two turnovers, which he is solid at. That's true. I was thinking Creevy, the last few weeks, he's got about that same amount of points, and he just really hasn't done much. Hasn't and, touched and, the ball. And he's coming off consistently at about the 15-minute mark. He's coming off early yep. every game. Yep. Um, no one stood up for the Sharks. Um, the Warthog, Vandermerver, probably did their, or did do their best. Um, he got 39 points. Jean-Luc and Dan Dupree, the Twins, got 32 points apiece. Um, but other than that, everyone was pretty junk. Bobby was junk. Yeah. Uh, Schroeder, Bosch. Bobby's, Bobby's worst game of the season? It's got to be. He got like 11 Was he points or something. Kicks as well or something? I don't know. He might be missing uh, kicks. Yeah, I think he might have missed I, I a couple. Yeah. Um, but no, look, he was junk. Bosch from Vova. Everyone that they wanted to stand up was, was pretty much junk. Yeah. Um, there was nothing in the backs. Their, their forwards were pretty solid on the line out, as far as I remember. Mm. But the backs, yeah, really offered nothing. In total, they had three line breaks. Moyana made five himself. So that is that shows how jacked they were. What in, a big legend. Yeah. In terms of injuries, no one returned that I know of this game. Unless I'm missing anything. Yeah. Um there were no injuries, however, Ron, Ruan Botha. Boita. Is it Ruan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the captain. Boita. Yeah, he was yeah, this the lock. He was red carded for a Boita. clean out. Boita. Yeah. Um Boita. Boita. No, just Boita, yeah. But, uh... um, yeah, he cleaned out and I think it was an arm connect to the head. I've read... It was, yeah. Was it arm or was it shoulder? Uh, no, sorry, it was a shoulder to the, to the head. Because the yeah. actual law was an arm or, or fist to the head. Yeah, that's what uh, they yeah. said in the... But it was, was, I thought it was his shoulder, shoulder originally. Yeah. Yeah. He literally, there's a guy yeah. lying on the ground and he just ran in at 100% pace yeah. and just and shouldered it, him in the face. 73rd minute, 
Um, it was interesting. There was aggravating factors, which he did a very similar thing 12 months ago. Then there was mitigating factors that he pleaded guilty early, mm. which is just ridiculous that they can cancel each other out. Like, you've done the same stupid oh, thing in the past. Absolutely. But you just go, oh, I'm guilty, and that's okay. And I want to but apparently a... you don't even have to actually say I'm guilty. Like, you don't yeah. have to apologise. And mate, yeah. what I want to give a huge shout-out to this, this year, he's gone, um, it's gone unnoticed. That's uh, That type of red card, that shoulder to the face in a clean-out, that's... That was Thomas Lavanini's bread yeah. card last year. He yeah, has, he hasn't got a card yet this we, year. We talked about the start of the uh, year. Are you sure? I don't think Early he has. in the season. I thought he did. Go I, I don't remember. Well, one. It's very he possible, but but that, I just remember him doing that it's multiple still not times. Last five year. or six. That was a, that was the cause of half of his yellow cards last <laughs> yeah. year. His biggest strength is not showing up or doing anything. This yeah, year. yeah. It really worked well for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what I thought was interesting for Ruin both are yes, there's a few like Lude's missing, Etzebeth is missing. But I know, and I know he slipped into the Springbok squad last year, and that he's a captain. But do you really think he'd be starting? Would you say he'd be starting or would be in the squad Who's for the, the Springboks? Uh, Ryan Bolter. No, and because he's, he's missing his four games that he's missing. That he wasn't in the squad this year. No, but he the squad was named after this. Yeah, no, after no, no, his but they even said he wasn't expected to be. In but the game. his four weeks he's missing at the international break, so he misses no Super Rugby. Yeah, but it's also the Challenge Cup. The Super Rugby like How the jump. Development Cup. I, oh, I agree with you. I think it's. I, I know weird. it's happened before, but so Falafang is ridiculous. one week. Yeah, means he misses more Super Rugby games. Yeah, than Boiters. That's got to be addressed. Uh, four weeks. It's got to be addressed. That is pretty insane. Um, it's just yeah, ridiculous. He's, I, I he's think still, he still managed to end up on nineteen points, which is a pretty good score for Boiter, and that's because he scored a try. So that's a bag of try. Well, I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it. So, do we want to go to the Chiefs and the Tars, Harry? Excellent. I would love to. Oh, um, go on. I was going to say, it was disappointing as a Tars fan. They were so close. They were in it right to the end. That DMAC try made it look like it was a, a worse performance than the Tars. Mate, how about our try that was fucking not a forward pass? Yeah, mate. How about that? And there's been a few that have been forward passes that they've even looked at. Like the Brumbies one. They're sort of very borderline. Yeah, it was, it was, like, like, I can't, it was borderline. Like none, of us, none of us are going to say that, yeah, like the Tars should have won that game. No. no they should not. No. But that was But they were close. But, you know, like... Those things do have a massive impact on the momentum of a game. You know? That they was another Tars try early. I mean, obviously, we can't talk about Tars getting good momentum early because twenty nine nil to the yeah. Crusaders, then you know that eroded away. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It's you know that was a definite Look, try, and I just can't. I can't afford to not have those. You know, I think as a Tars fan, you take a lot of positives out of these last three weeks because it shows that they're in and around that area. Although they only got one win out of the three, they could have had if they. Did a few things better. They could have had three wins. I feel like that's how I describe the Waratahs every year. No, no, no. I feel like... could have... No, no. I feel like... should have, could have. The Tars, you normally go, they've got the people on paper, but not the performance. They actually performed well these last three weeks. Yeah. They strung three tough games together. There's a lot of weeks where I watch the Tars and go, God, I hate us. But this week we lost and I thought we played really well. The Chiefs played well as well. It was an awesome game of footy. It was, was yeah, it was a great game. Had we, had we played against most of the other teams in the competition, I think we would have walked away with a pretty solid win. Going to uh, fantasy football, which is why we're here. The man of the hour was, I think it was his first big game of the year, or first really big game of the year, Tony Pulu, who mm. was exceptional in this one. Very Moyano-esque, actually. I thought he was really, really similar in terms of the quality of the game that he played. He had a couple of tries. I think try assist. Two tries. Yeah, two tries, try assist. Um, he also ran some crazy amount of meters, I'm sure. 
Not just 95 metres, at least uh, six tackle busts as well. Mm. But just rock solid through the entire game. Uh, We also had good performances from D-Mac McKenzie, who scored a couple of tries, including that late one. Mm. Yep. Uh, Curtis Rona looked good again, 63. Harris, 74. But the ones that I wanted to point out were Brody Retallick scored 60. One try in there, but a couple of huge turnovers. Big momentum. Oh, yeah. yeah, big momentum. When changes. the game was on the line, yeah. he is just insane how he can get on the ball. There was that one in the back end, and they were, I think, on their own 22-meter yeah. line, and he just, he looked like he was, he, he didn't have the body height of Poey or something like that, but he was just straight onto it. Oh, he was like a folded-over bridge, mate. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how he, he, he gets that low and stays there. You know? he, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Charlie Natai also started at 12. So obviously they thought that his concussion issues were a problem, but not big enough to risk losing to the Waratahs. So they put <laughs> him in at 12, and That's he it. played exceptionally well. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's so good. Look, we, we're all huge fans of him, but we just all had been turned off by the fact that we just didn't see him playing many games. Just you know, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a better 12. He's, he's been like glass. All day, he's a better 12 than he is 15. He can still score points at 15, but... He just he gets into it more at twelve, and he gets yeah more chances to show his skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is incredible. Yeah, so he had thirteen runs for one hundred and forty meters, past that uh, average of ten, the magic number. Uh, he also had six tackle busts and an offload on top of that as well. So just hands on the ball all game long. He did miss three of his eleven tackles, which was a little bit disappointing. Mm. But I think the main thing was it was just awesome to see him getting involved in in some running footy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Um, KB, Kirtley Beal, uh, played phenomenally well as well. He's... I was really impressed with him. He had 45 points, but I don't know. I thought he was better than that. He just was in absolutely and that's, everything. That includes a try, yeah? So, like, yeah. He, that's saying he didn't do that much outside of that, and he looked good. Mm. Like, that seems odd that he's, he's scored that many well, points. Well, how many like, do, like, do you, I don't know if you have the stats, like how many line break creates that he have, things like that, because he, um, he's, a, he's a giver, you know, not a... Not a taker. No, that's, that's true. That that's, this is his first Israel try of the year. A bit more of a taker, right? Yeah, Beal's... Oh, that's controversial. <laughs> Beal's got his first try of the year. Mm. So, yeah, he's definitely been giving it. <laughs> I'm taking it. Giving it good. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's been, he's just... been hard on the D. Like, he's very good on the D. His D actually has been good. He's improved. He's, he's putting the effort in. I think people would look at his D and say that it's definitely <laughs> good. His D has gotten a lot better. we got to move on. Um, I, I don't know how many line breakers he's made. I'll move on okay, from there. Right, I, I can, it's too late. I can tell you. Uh, Izzy Folau under the high ball was just a machine. Like He almost won it for them at the death there. I think he got pulled up five metres short. Just... Unbelievable how good he is. It's good to see the Waratahs actually starting to try and play to it a little bit more as well. Yeah. Because there's just points on offer. The one thing I don't understand is, okay, he's that good under the high ball. We're awesome at kicking 15 metres out for him. Why don't we just kick it over the line for him? Yeah, Rugby agree. league style, just bomb it straight over the line. He catches it and falls Absolutely. over. Whenever we cross it to him, it's like, yeah, it's just outside the try line. Just put it over and hope he catches it. I don't Look, I've actually got a new name for Izzy. <laughs> oh, God. I just want to call him Wallabies. Yeah, that's because he's the entire team. But yeah, that's people. Yeah, well, he's, my, really he's my entire team. Uh, Fikini had an absolute <laughs> shocker came on the bench. Made a mistake to give him the ball in the time oh, attack would, and jump. then let a try in as well. So, No, no, no. It's an inside job, boys. It's all a conspiracy. He is Kiwi. Mean? Kiwi's all over. All the coaches. Fikini, he's over here. Living up the Rays in Sydney and over there to lose games. To be fair to he him... He was their best player. I thought he'd had a really good season. A really good debut season until yeah. this game. So... 
To be fair to him, I, him I think that he'd just been wasting the space that Curtis Rona should have been playing 13 the whole year. There you go. Rona's been better than him, but he, he hasn't been bad when he's come it's on. His debut year, I thought he's been good. Yeah, but he's not that young. Isn't he like 26? Young, young and experienced, Nelson. Uh, Wait, I a bit like you and podcasting. You, you guys are not going to agree with this. Hey! <laughs> Similar to you boys then, um, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, I wanted to see some more of you. Won't agree with this, but Simone. I want to see some some more. Of no, I I loved him. Just some little bits off the bench, you know, some little. I loved him a couple of years ago. I'd much prefer to see him get a run than um, Forgetty. Yeah, for sure. Doubt, yeah. Where's it? Give him some I, bench I time. couldn't care less. Whoever plays better. I mean, look. To be honest, I don't want to ask too much of Daryl because he, he's he's been playing big T. I've been praying yeah, for that and asking every bloody he, week. So. He was so good in, in the NRC, but then he got pushed in straight off the bat into Super Rugby without professional development and then it's kind of they've just tossed him aside. Who was Give the, the young blonde, blonde inside centre that went you, to the Rebels from the Tars? You know what will happen? How the long it was last year, yeah. Oh, uh, I know you're talking. Um, you know what I'm saying? He played... Hortz? Hortz, yeah. yeah Hortz. They did the and same thing to him. He just... Yeah. They flicked him well, in no, there, put him under a bum. I'm calling it now. You know what's going to happen? Simone, he's good mates with Fichetti. He's going to end up Playing for some Kiwi club and he's going to be amazing. He's going to be like yeah. the next Crusaders in no, post Ryan no, no. Friday or something. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's a good. That's a good what's pick. Going to happen. That's a good pick. Yeah. And if but the thing happens, is, I'll be very upset. No, but the thing is, you're talking five years before he can play for New Zealand now. No, I don't, he doesn't care about playing. So for he New can Zealand. come back to Australia after he does a few good years of development over there. That's fine. So, he's still young. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll take that. In this one, the Chiefs obviously had their their All Blacks back. Still waiting on Sam Kane though. Uh, he's he's still struggling with his abdominal injury, and the Tars rolled out the same team. No new injuries in this one, so that pretty much wraps it all up. Excellent with a bow on it. All right, Reds Highlanders. <clears throat> Reds unlucky oh. to uh, not get a win this week. Fifteen eighteen uh, against the Highlanders. Um, what did you boys think of this one? I'm just going to say how good. Is Parisi? Yeah, you do love Parisi. You are a big. Fan. Not as good as you think would be my my. Answer. No, he had one. He had one. But <laughs> there's, there's different opinions. He had one poor defensive read where he was just a little too slow to make that that shooting tackle, or a little too quick to be in a, a flat line. But he had still a couple men to take himself, so he still had a lot of pressure on him, and it was a poor read. But then he made seven tackles from the next seven attempts. And some of them were, were really quite good under pressure tackles, covering from the other side of the field. Man, he, he looked was, awesome. Ball he was in basically Dalgunu without the kicking game. If he can, no, he's, he's, he's a way better tackle. defender than Dalgunu. He is a way better I'll tell you defender. What I'll give you. He look Dalgunu isn't exactly short of effort, but far out. Parisi is one hundred and ten percent. He is. My he God. is gun. He, he is. Was, gun. He was running into everything as if like. His life actually depended on it. That's how I feel. When he runs, I'm sure when he hits you, he feels like Naira Voro, but he's half the size. Like, he he just bumps people off him. I think it's the Australian special at the moment to get excited about the 20 year old bloke that can't play against anyone half decent. Parise is a good prospect. I don't think he's that good. I'm more excited about Pattaya than Parise. Yeah, so am I. Why? Because he's been good all he's been, season. He's been really good. He's played, he's played a handful of games. Parise hasn't even been able to get a run, mate. Because he was injured, he mate. Yeah, no, he, he was injured and he's come back we and he's had to work his way back in because that's well, what thought I thought Blake, yes, Blake and I have actually been calling... weeks of the season, not before that. All right, moving on. Blake and I have actually called the tire Jack Maddox of the Reds because he actually looks... He runs a little bit like him and things like that. I mean, obviously he doesn't look anything like him. but He, he, can, he can play defence as well yeah. and finish as well. I'm excited by Pattaya, but, you know, early days for that. He looks good as well, to be honest, but he's only played six games and only a couple of them have been starts so 
Very good. All right. Um, so for this one, returning from injury, we saw the Barracuda, Richard Buckman, come back. Uh, he returned from a long-term neck and nerve injury uh, off the bench. So did he get on pretty early? Does anyone remember? Who? Buckman. I can't remember how early he came back. No, uh, no, yeah. Very late. Very late. Yeah, yeah, it no, wasn't well. early. He came back on. He had his uh, his head taped up all over the place. Every five <laughs> seconds he was trying to readjust. It didn't look comfortable at all, but that's all right. No. Um, and look for the Reds. Caleb Timu came off the bench uh, back from some Cindy. Um, from some Cindy? How do you say? Oh, no, what, yeah, how do you say it? Sprained ankle, basically. We'll no, no, it's not a sprain. It's a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain. Syndesmosis. Syndesmosis? Yeah. Excellent. Or Cindy, as Back you call Cindy. it. Yeah, good. How did you spell it? Cindy. Um, <laughs> so, and look, uh, so they returned from injury. Um, and look, what else happened in this game? Uh, Harry was super psyched for uh, the massive game that Scott Higginbotham had. <laughs> I think he took a knock. <laughs> Honestly, pretty early, and he looked really sore. He kind of got up no, and limped back into the line. It was like ten minutes in. Yeah, and then he just didn't seem to get the ball after he, that. No, I, no, he no was, HIS. He was so pumped. No, it was knee or ankle yeah. or something. Oh, okay, he no. was so pumped before the game, and oh, he's gone. It's my first home game this year, and he was yeah. so pumped. He mm. he should have come off in ten minutes. Yeah. And he's gone. Nah, I'm yeah. staying on. He's, Even if he does nothing. Yeah. He's staying on for the boys. It was, it was the Adam Coleman special. He's like, I'll play all year with this injury, boys. I don't give a shit. I'm doing it for you. Don't mind I can't run. That's fine. Yeah. I'll play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he, he did look just like he was on one leg. He didn't do much. Yeah. Right, no. okay. Very good. But uh, someone who did come on early for the Highlanders uh, was Liam Squire. So, sorry, also he returned from injury. Um, and, yeah, he came on about 30 minutes uh, because James James Lentries. Lentries? Yes. Uh, went off with a concussion, so he had a HIA from which he did not return after the halftime break. And uh, Squire looked good. I mean, how about that? How about that bump off try? Oh, he looked angry. Two train. I mean, given he was it was running hard. Given that was through Moses Sorovi, but still, yeah, Sorovi kind he, of was mid slip. He did look like he was going through anyone though. Yeah, that same bump was about being applied to any person. That close. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Squire was good. He's obviously uh, he didn't get to the All Blacks. I don't think. Mm, no, because he isn't. Yeah, he didn't. Been I, don't, I don't think he got selected, so he's. I thought he was, to be honest. I feel like we had this discussion last week, so we should just move on and let people do their own research for that one. Yeah. Harry, you look while we move on. Someone who did have a good game and is not selected in the All Blacks, I'm 100% sure of that, was Jackson Hemopo. He had mm. a ripper game. Um, he looked. Uh, he just. He made about 100 carries. Um, like, he just. Like, he didn't score a tr- Actually, he, he got over the line for a try. It kind of slowly pushed it over. They didn't call it a double movement, but they just said it wasn't well, a try. There's no such thing as a double movement. It was, it was a double man. He was lying on the floor short, yeah. and then they drove him, and he kind of went, Oh, under my elbow, I yeah, can go see the line. Was, like, was I just wearing my Jackson Homobos in my oh. team? Oh, it was, it, it, it was bladed, right? Like he was down, the ball hadn't moved, so he had his chance to play the ball. Yeah. Then he kind of goes and pulls it towards his chest and pulls it over the line. Like, clearly, is not <laughs> I still right. think it was a try. But, um, yeah. Yeah, look, and uh, okay, so on to fantasy points. Sorry, fantasy points for this one. This was topped by Jet Lee making a return to prominence, uh, 65 points, and uh, tied up there on 65 with him was uh, BPA. Yeah. Payenga Amosa. He, he is looking strong. He is. Look, not not he's not a bolter for the Wallabies jersey. He's uh, in very, very now, good stead for yeah. that jersey, possibly. And now with Fanga's For our Fanga's red card, yeah. True. It was only one week, but still... I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, so BPA bagged himself a try. He had 13 carries, um, you know, so he was well stuck in. And, and he, was, um, he was going looking for that ball. Yeah, no, he was he was pretty good. Um, and look, apart from that, Parisi, who we were talking about, 64 points, just high involvement. 
yeah. high involvement. He went looking for work and he gave everything he had. And um, apart from that, only other person really worth mentioning, I think, is uh, Ash Dix, 63 points. So both the uh, hookers having a having yep. a field day. He got bagged himself a try as well. Um, yeah, I guess anything else for the Reds Highlanders there? Um, I'm just trying to think what else happened in the game. Um, were there any cards? No, I, I could talk more about Parisi. I look. It was <laughs> it was the game that no one wanted to win. The Reds played well to lose, and yeah. the Highlanders played really badly to win it. I really thought the Reds were the better team on the night. They yeah, just sure. could not put it away. The the no. yeah the Highlanders definitely aren't there in the running. Like they they look like they've dropped off the pace a lot. The Reds look stronger, but they they've done what they've done a few times now. They don't know how to close out a game. They look like the better game, better team for a good chunk of the game, but they just can't finish those, those last of the decisions. Yeah. And uh, look, it wouldn't be me without also just giving a shout out. Taniela Tupo backed up another good game, uh, 40 points. He's still a prop on 40 points, man. He deserves it. Yeah. He does. Didn't score yeah. a try, but just had another. another how, how about his dummy? <laughs> Did you see his dummy that tries to run, run the wing yeah. and he's called, called someone in? Called Parisi across yeah. in, yeah. He was, he was, and, and whoever the highlighter was was like, nah, mate, I've seen your highlights on YouTube. It was Savoyana. Yeah. Just watched him. It's like that. No, come on. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was going to say, uh, Liam's guy is in the All Black squad, by the way. He is in the All Black squad. Yeah. Oh, there okay. you go. Well, then, very good. Um, yes, well, look, I mean, so, they, and they rested, obviously, they rested Luke Whitelock and. Frizzell. Frizzell. Ben Smith. And Ben, ben Smith. Smith. That's the other one I was looking for this week. <laughs> um, so they rested a few All Blacks uh, and Someone they'll else. likely be back next week. But we'll talk about that in the preview. All, All right. right. Next fixture. How about another Aussie win? Brumbies taking it to the Bulls. Sorry, yeah, no, uh, I don't... It, it, I don't know who the Bulls were versing, but it um, wasn't the Brumbies. No, I've seen it. It really Brumbies wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that was not I'm the Brumbies. Them. I'm not sure. Was it a. It was the 14 man Brumbies. That's what it was. It was the unicorns, man. Yeah. That's what it was. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was just Tom Banks. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Brumbies grew an extra leg. The Bulls leg. lost to the back. Uh, the, the Brumbies definitely grew an extra leg. in Pretoria. No, all right. Um. No, the, the Brumbies started off at such a high intensity and pace that like, they really set the game up. From that start, it did fluctuate back and forth between both sides. Mate, they started well, and then in the second half, they just got better and better. Yeah. The worst stuff got. Yeah. Mm. They they really did. They fired. They, they lost a man. They came out firing. They, when, lost, when they were down gets... two men at a point, weren't they? Red card and a yellow card? Or am I imagining that? I really thought... Uh, yeah. two or just the red? Just the red. No, I think they were just 14. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But... Um, I just thought it was the case of their forwards actually living up to their potential. Yep. They dominated mm. the pack. The yep. speed of the ball was real quick. Power looked sharp. Getting the ball to the wings. And then just getting the ball to Banks. Was was to be honest, to be honest, the first get half... Get the ball to Banks! No, yeah. The first half was get the ball to Spate as well. Mate, it wasn't, like, it wasn't he, really a big case to get the ball to, to Banks. He, 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 create, he had to create his own opportunities. He wasn't given them, you know what I mean? Like He wasn't, that, he wasn't given the overlap or the line break. He had to basically make them on his own. I, I feel like that first 20, 30 minutes was played on the Bulls' left wing, the Brumbies' right wing. Didn't matter which team had the ball. Mm. Coatsy got all his points in that first half, that first 30 minutes. That's it, he ran. Yeah. He ran... Yeah, he ran 107 meters, but it was all early. Coatsy? Yeah, Coatsy, yeah. Oh my, Coatsy, yeah. <laughs> um, it's still warm in here. He's warming up. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a Coatsy, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he was running strong. Spate did really quite well. He got 146 meters. He took 44 points. Mm, um, flying for you, June. 
Lockie McCaffrey did some good things. He did this retarded chip and yeah, chase. That was... Oh, he had the advantage. I was going to say, to be fair, they had advantage, and I don't mind as a flanker someone that gives that crack, because I did the exact same thing this way again, and it also didn't come off. But it was... You know, just, I, just, <laughs> I, I do mind, because it's meant to be like your Hail Mary... But your Hail Mary is not meant to be the Gumby in the team that's yeah. never kicked the ball before. You, you, Every you, flanker you, thinks that they can kick the ball, You right? give it to your fly half to have a stab, mate. That's right. what you do. But uh, I also... Look, we talked about last week how I was saying I was impressed with Tommy Cusack. So I was a little disappointed he didn't get the start. You, you said Cusack was going to start, so... I did. Don't a lie out of you. So I was... Um, I agree with you, though. Misinformed. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. We'll, we'll, we'll keep this going, I think. So Flowering is red card. Mm. Look, it was something that was dumb, but it was so soft... I'm happy that he only got one week no, look, it's out of it. Full stop, that was not a red card. There's no... Just so everyone knows, I think it was released tonight, it's one week. That's all he's missing. Yeah. Um, but he, he's still got 40 points, even though he minused 15 for that red card. He looked good. He did look good, except for headbutting people. Mate, he basically gave him a kiss on his forehead. He tried once, and he got a bit of a rub in the face, which was probably more offensive than the slight headbutt, and then he went for the second headbutt. It was absolutely ridiculous. Look, I was yeah. telling the boys earlier. I watched this about. I watched this game late at night, and so I thought I was pretty tired. But I replayed this five times to find the strike to the head, which of which they were talking about. Mm. I saw nothing, and I'm still in shock. Um, in state of shock. We, we said it earlier in the year, and then we debated it a few weeks ago. Chalant is slow. He's so slow because he. Well, to be fair, you were saying that. He got burnt by Banks. That time, I don't think he got burnt by Banks. He got beaten by Banks, but he yeah, did burn Banks. Banks kind of like showed and then went yeah. around the Yeah, and he kind of went for his leg and then went hit, hit the ground. He, it wasn't a clear you, burning. You know what it's like. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you would never touch them. Having, just... No, like having to like, defend someone in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I've been burnt by everyone I've been trying to defend now. But, <laughs> um, but no, no. Spate no. definitely burnt him. But Banks, look, yeah. I think Banks, yeah, okay, you could be right about Banks not burning him, but Banks showed that... Oh, yeah, fast him. He's, yeah, he outclassed him, but Banks showed that he, not only is he not fast, he's not agile either. Right? Like, I, I literally, oh. at the start of the season, the first run Galant did trying to make a cover tackle, we were like, oh my god, he's slow. He's it, gone better and better, but no. Nah. He showed so with ball in hand. have been absolutely frothing on her. No, I like Galant. I think. I'm, I'm, I'm rescinding any good words I said <laughs> no, no. about Galant. He's slow as shit. Oh, he, <laughs> no, he had a step, and he, then he had a good pass, and he set up a good try. He didn't do a lot this game. But yeah, I don't think he he's not agile. He doesn't to be in that All Blacks 23. I, I don't All Blacks? Uh, it will he does not. <laughs> not. Yeah. Even more so than South Africans. You yeah. racist. No, <laughs> I, I think he's got, yeah, he's got a lot of... Um, <laughs> the old quota laughs. Come on, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. No, he's got a lot going for him. He was coming across for that try, and he, he read it poorly, but he gave it a crack. He didn't get... He, he's not. It wasn't that he wasn't agile. The spade, but, the spade burned him hard. Yeah, the spade burned him. But, yeah, apart from that, he didn't really do much, which reflected on his points. He only got 20 points. Uh, other big scores were Kurandrani, he got 46. Pollard, got, Pollard back at 10, and it proved he should be 10, got 48 oh, He scored points. a ripper try as well. I love that. that he looked the, good. That's Bilemsi-esque. He just went, yeah. so easy, he went stuff you guys yeah. outside me, you're trash, I'm going. Oh, I'm having it. I th- yeah, uh, look, I think an- another interesting thing was Ro- Roloff Smith. Roloff Smith. Roloff? Yeah, yeah Roloff. Yeah. Schmidt. He's a big boy. Yeah, he, he looks good. Uh, mm. I think he only got one or two steals. They were talking about him like he got a million in the game. But he does look like he's quite a good player. I don't think he's that young, because I think he was in the Safa squad a couple of years ago, 2016. That was the great South African commentary to say, talking about the battle between David Pocock and oh my God. Smith. The fact that they, put, they, they were putting him in the same class. They're, like, they're basically yeah. the same player. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, like, to be oh. fair, he won the fantasy battle. He, he? he flogged him. Yeah, Pocock oh, didn't get that low, I think. Um... Yeah, look, this is. I think this was you, Kagi. You wanted to know, mm. Connell McKinnery. Yeah. 
This bloke, is, is he from Ireland? Did you do your back your, your search? No, I didn't. I didn't do your background search. Because you were talking about this game, so you were supposed to look it up. That's all right, man. Look, I mean, I'm sure someone in his family is from Ireland, but no, I just who meant, is he? I just mean I've never seen him before. Like, yeah. I've never even seen is, him is in there, around the Brumby squad. He's the fourth-choice hooker. Like, Sadly, what? no Fanger no, this week. Is he their fourth choice hooker? Or was he just was he just a random bloke who was over in well, South Africa and they went, mate, you come here, you're playing. What, what's the chances? How many how many hookers are you gonna have in a squad? Three or you actually have four? No, they normally have three signed. Yeah, so he would have been the bloke that they've kind of gone. We need you, mate. Mate, just chuck another one of the just chuck you know one of the props in there. It's fine. Benny Alexander. Well, to get to get just, on the you field, just get, to no. get on the field, Benny Alexander will say, "I'll play hooker." You All just right. get you just get someone from Shoot Shield because they're gonna be better than any random fourth rate guy from Brum. There's a lot of good hookers. Last year was Brendan Panker Mosa unsigned. Mate, there are good hookers at Shoot Shield. True, true, very good. Um, who else was there for that game? I think there it was, wasn't it was too much. See, good to see Rory Arnold run out there yeah. off the bench. Rory Arnold, Richie Arnold, we, we'll never know. He didn't do much, so I think it was Richie, but there wasn't a lot of time, but we'll never know. Yeah, how good's that? If, if Rory doesn't do anything, it was, he can blame, it has him, to be Richie. He can blame <laughs> and say it was Richie, but yeah. uh, if he has a good game, he's like, definitely. <laughs> yeah. uh, on the injury front, Returns, Hadawera returned from the bench. So, from he had an ankle injury. Uh, oh, we think. His, his name? So. Hadawera. First name? Say his entire name. Hatawera. Yeah, I joined name. both the names together. Say Hatawera. Yeah, yeah, what a Nui. Hawera. Slowed him down. I joined him. I just did him really quickly. Fadanui? Fadanui Hawera. Cheat codes, mate. Make them D's. Yeah, Fadanui Hawera. There you go. Very good. Yeah, I did. We got there. Fadawera? What did I say? Hadawera. <laughs> Whatever you did, it wasn't as bad as the comment- commentator yeah. was. Uh, if, you uh, if you haven't already checked out our video on Twitter, oh gosh, do yourself a favour. Is that is that not on our Instagram? Uh, I don't know. That's something you have to do, mate. Yeah, well, it's on my, it's on the Twitter. Check so. check Instagram tomorrow. What time is it going to be up, Kagi? Tonight? Yes. Uh, it's important. This is a big one. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. He. Look. He should be on the bench. Mm. He should be staying on the bench. But no, he, he kicked well when he came on. Uh, other than that, Berger Odendale, their captain, returned. Mm. Uh, yeah, so from a he rib was, injury. He was good. When he was a no one last year, he was a good fantasy player. <laughs> he, no yeah, he, didn't, he didn't do much. Now that, now that he's a captain, he sucks. Yeah, yeah. Who, how did he bluff John Mitchell oh, for the captaincy? Yeah, I don't know. John Mitchell picked two players for captain. I think he Odendale saw Berger. And Nick Diago, who can't <laughs> even make the starting team. Like, what's going on? He's, he saw the name Berger, and he's gone, yeah, he, he's a decent player. He's been around for a while. Like, I like burgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, new injuries, obviously, there weren't actually many. For Lau Fanger, mm. he, he's missing one week. And Marco Van Staden, he injured himself right at the end of the game. I'm pretty sure it was like the 79th or 80th minute. He yeah. hurt his knee. We think it looks pretty bad. Do we Do we have an update on it? We don't really know. Uh, I, can I don't think you. there was an update last we checked. But yeah, look, he, he looks like he's a knee injury. They don't have a game this week anyway. So he's got some time to overcome it. What I want to know, which is what I'm looking at right now, but let's see if either of you know, how did TK get his points? Because I don't remember. Yeah, no, he did. He did not impress. Honestly, he he didn't really do anything that fancy. All right, he got a try assist. Yeah, it's six runs for sixty three meters, five tackle. They bus. cut him out a lot, to be honest. Five the, tackle bus. They threw. They cut him out a few times to go to spate. They've just gone. We're going straight past him. <laughs> yeah. And they were high, long cutouts. Exactly. They've gone. You, and they were great. You used to be Mister Adline Ball, and yeah. uh, not anymore. Look, but um, this is probably his highest score of the. Actually, I'll confirm that. I'm looking now. That this is his highest score of the season. So. And look, I, I think Godwin played really quite well. I, mm. Again, I like him there. He only got 31 points with a try. Yeah. But 
again, he just looked like he he suited that that ten twelve suited them a lot better. He, it's been his best year. I know they said he got yeah. dropped for a lack of form, but it's definitely been his best year. I, I'm best actually, year, and I'm also I'm certain that that's his best position. I mean, I know he's yeah. played most of the time at twelve, but definitely, definitely best. best yeah, position. Has to be. yeah. No, the Western Force kept playing him at thirteen. Well, he played wing. He played ten as well. Yeah, yeah. stupid. He's a twelve, and he's doing well. Let the man play. We don't care about Kiwi imports. Exactly. Very good. Uh, just just looking up to try and get some details on Van Staden's injury as well. I can't find anything, but I did find that Roloff Smith is actually injured as well now, apparently. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Big Roloff. They won't give us any details anywhere on, on what it is. But... So they have to roll him off the field? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's only one more game this week. No point. Um, that's the year. The Stormers Lions. That's, I mean, really intense South African derby. That's what you could say, couldn't you? It was a close one. Close game. It wasn't no, intense. It was boring. But I was, was going to say, my interest kind of waned a little bit, to be honest with you. The minute you but, turn the game on? Or? Yeah. Look, it's just against what you thought. I love South African derbies until now. Like, this just wasn't that interesting. I love the South African derbies until the moment I hear the commentators speak. Oh, they really are. It's just so biased and ridiculous. Yeah, well, let's, let's go through the easy facts let's first, right? So returning from injury, you had Vorstar, who somehow recovered on, after only missing one week with the man flu. I hear that was pretty serious, but... Um, yeah, just obviously just an amazing, amazing immune system because we know how serious that kind of thing can be. Um, Kitsoff missed last week where they just had a minor injury. We didn't know what it was, but he came back and started. Fire truck is now in service. That's right. And then the Bongi Umbanambi, he uh, did heal his appendix as we... He's unbursted. It. He unbursted it. It's yeah, unbursted. As it. we had suggested last week. So he came <laughs> off the bench and played really well. Um, so again, it'll be interesting to see after the international break if he's going to start over Samuels, but we shall see. Um, in terms of injuries from this game, we had uh, Peter Seftu Toit pull out late with the man flu. I think he called it off Vorster. Those two have been Hanging doing something out. sus before the uh, the game started. Sharing some meals. Sanatler has left the Stormers altogether going over to the seven side. And Robbie Kotsia, my man who I was picking as... The man to absolutely clean up while Malcolm Marks was out got injured very, very early in the match. I didn't say it wrong. No, no, I'm not saying it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, he got Should injured very early in the match, and then his sub, Corny Foree, actually leading to our fantasy review, top scored with 87 points with a couple of tries. So Yeah, he did. How was that? To be fair, I think there was one of them off a rolling ball, yes. one was off a pick and go. Yeah, they were but, all in tight. But I think they we can all agree that. Those were all Robbie Kutzi's points oh, that you yeah, didn't get. That I didn't get, yeah. <laughs> yeah which I is great. Pretty together about that <laughs> one. But anyway, Connie Ferrier top scored 87 points with a couple of tries. It, looks it doesn't like matter it, who their hooker is. It doesn't matter who their hooker is. You yeah. know he's going to score big. So I'll be picking him up next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lawrence Erasmus played really well, actually, at lock. I thought he ran the ball really well. 45 points for him. Notche, 37. Bongi off the bench, 34. And Kotsia, 33. Um, other notable mentions, nothing nothing really. Giancia got a little bit more ball out at wing at 33 points, but that's about it. We'll go low back to form 32. Um, cards, we had... Um, oh, I, I missed Chris Van Zeele's injury as well. That was listed separately. So he had a knee injury pretty early on. That pretty was pretty early, bad. Yeah. 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 They brought on Cobus Visa into the second row rather than uh, the back row. Yes. So. Yeah, that was yeah, different. Well, I get, he's shaped like a, like a lock. 
Yeah, he's big enough. He's a big boy. Yeah, big boy. But he yeah. also had Bounty Hunter JJ Engelbrecht get a yellow card, and then he also decided to try and take someone's head off late in the match, which apparently they just didn't have footage of. I'm doing my bunny quotation marks. Nice. Um, so you can't see that, guys. Um, <laughs> so he didn't get red carded for that one, but when they went back on review, they've now decided that it was actually a red card. So what was his yellow for again? I can't actually remember. Was it a tip tackle? No, I didn't think it was in any Something soft. Like, I, I, think I, I think it was really soft as well. Yeah. Anyway, I think he only got one week. Uh, on the review, so he will miss next week. So that's as bad as headbutting someone. And Raymond Rule got a red card, which is going to make him miss three weeks. For me, an atrocious, atrocious call. Jumped to try and charge down, kick, realised he was going to be no chance to charge down, so braced into contact. Elbow to the head for Combrink, which wasn't actually a concussion. Mm. And uh, and he cops three weeks for that, which is just outrageous. They're ruining the game, and on that, that's we'll it, move man. on. Combrink's poo. It's, it's the... Uh, it's Nipple line rule first, and then the, there'll be no aerial contest rule next. No, so. they'll make it so only only the defensive team can jump. There'll be no offensive jumpers. I, I honestly think if there's a, any reason I would ever not love this game, how they're dealing with contact and red cards at the moment will be the reason, because they're ruining the Look, game. I, exactly. It, talking, I'd hate to see people get hurt. I'm talking about the nipple rule, how do they know where people's nipples are? And especially if we get to women's sport, and we're talking about women's rugby, this what happens is, if there's a exactly. very large old age, lady? That's ageist. ageist. What, where, where can they tackle them? Do they have to have them marked on the shirts? That's do they have an FBI female body inspector I, before the game? I did put see. Tape on the show? No, I did see. A, what happens a, if you a cut new... your nipples off? Huh? Yeah. What, what happens, happens if they have a third nipple? What happens then? I did see a New Jersey idea on Twitter. Apologies, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see line. it. Was, <laughs> the nipple line yeah. on the jersey oh. cut out, so you could see it. But I was talking about this to my my patients today, you know, because this is what you talk about at work, clearly. Nipples. And yeah, nipples. <laughs> and they were saying, what happens if someone's holding the ball on their chest? Like immediately, the ball is above nipple height. You can't even tackle good the point. ball anymore. No, good point. Yeah. Next week, I'm running with a ball around my head. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> no one can touch yeah. me. In terms of fantasy, I'll just go like this and just move it side to in, side. In terms of fantasy points, everyone, this just means that offloads are now going to be uh, oh, huge. Every single yeah, possession. wow. So, time for points. Yeah, yeah, wow. You're playing under twenties World Cup fantasy football. That's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Entree was very nice, ready for the main course. Big, big. Round 16. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, we got a... What pretty much full. One of those um, starter packs, a bit of everything, all the entrees. Um, a degustation. Luckily, the main course is a bit smaller this week <laughs> with uh, That's it. three, four, five teams we're, on five. We're 50 minutes in, All so. the South African teams and the Jags. So let's go straight into it. Very good. So yeah, South African Conference has a buy. Uh, look, for our fantasy draft, we've done a combined round one and 16. Don't really need to go into that on how that it's works. It's just the best way to do it. But just yeah, know that. <laughs> <laughs> so first game, uh, Hurricanes and Highlanders uh, at home in Dunedin, under the roof. So don't need to call the weatherman this week because it don't matter. Um, but uh, yeah, um, returning from injury for this one, we're going to have uh, James Lenchy's returning uh, via for feeder. Maybe. We've got a maybe on Viper Feeder. Yeah, we're not sure. Um, Elliot Dixon. Uh, so we've got all the, the All Blacks for the Highlanders. We've got Elliot Dixon, Ben Smith, Luke Whitelock, and Aaron Smith should be starting again. So um, he was on the bench yeah. last week for Kane Hamilton. 20 minutes or something, I think. Yeah, and how much of a different team did they look like with him? Oh, he, he was the reason why they, they ended up coming together at the back end of that game, for Absolutely, sure. Yeah. Without He's... him, they were nothing. That's it. So, yeah, look, boys, what do we expect to happen in this one? 
Um, look, yeah, as you said, the weather's going to play no role this week. The Hurricanes are going to be able to have their free-flowing rugby, and it's going to make a big difference. The Highlanders have been pretty junk recently, to be honest, so I think the Hurricanes could run away with this game. Yeah, I think so. Artie Sevilla's in red-hot form. Ben Lamb knows how to score a try. Yeah, we, yeah, the, the makeup of the outside backs, I think, will be pre- pretty interesting, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you, or is Jordy Barrett just going to keep playing outside centre? Because well, Asso and, and Proctor probably aren't there. I guess I'd so. assume so. There's no I don't else, understand what else you'd be doing. Okay, well then it won't be that interesting because it'll be the same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. Um, well done. But look, in terms of fantasy, I think um, yeah, Ben Lamb, he's your man. Lamb. Blam. Wham, blam. Thank you, man. Um, he will be scoring a few tries. I've got him down for a hashtag Ryan Quaddy. I think that's um, pushing it, but he'll get some points. I need someone to bring back the hashtag Ryan He's against Naholo, who misses a quarter of his tackles. Yeah, but let, let us go back to the last Hurricanes Highlanders fixture this year. Ben Lamb scored two tries through Naholo. Yeah, Naholo can't tackle. And that was a game, in fact, where he did score... No, he scored three like tries. That yeah, I think three. Three. So he was close to it. Like, like, either, either way, I just don't understand how Blam doesn't get picked in Naholo. Does Naholo... I know I own Naholo, so I should be talking him up. Doesn't go looking for the ball. Misses his tackles. Isn't yeah. looking very dynamic. He doesn't look like he wants to be there. He's average. And it's, if you have him like me, trade him. I, I think it's that tough time where they've gone... We if, don't, if, rough. if you're in our group, don't listen to this podcast. Trade him for me. <laughs> look, I, I I'll think, be trying to trade him. <laughs> it's that, that tough time period where they're not that far out from the World Cup. Mm. So this is the, your last chance really to slot someone in and you've gone, we want to try and maintain some of our squad we've got there. We don't want to make too, cha- too many changes. But you have to bring Ben Lamb in. in. At this form, he can have another year in this form. He could be killing it. Well, he's tw- 27 years old? Yeah. Look, he needs to go play for one of the islands. Is he, is he got some island heritage? I'm he's not. definitely had some islander in him. <laughs> okay. The point is... He's going to be something like 30, 32 years old by the next World Cup. So this is his opportunity. Surely. The All Blacks aren't picking him up. He needs to go play for Surely he has an Aussie grandparent. He's just not angry and outspoken enough. He's been sitting... Apparently he's, he's been incredibly sitting, polite. He's been, he's incredibly polite. He's been sitting behind you know these gun players for too long. Yeah. In, in this, now he's been playing playing the competition you know out of his skin. Yeah. This is it. And he just needs to get angry and be like, Oi, mate, pick me. But um, I, look, I can't understand why... You know, I mean, the guy in front of him is, is Rico Ioani, and he's a 20, 21-year-old who's just not getting injured and is just the best. Just replacing the holo. Yeah, but do you want two of the same wingers? I actually reckon they'll go, um, you know, Ben Smith. Um, yeah, so replacing the holo. <laughs> You're not getting something different from the holo. Yes, well, um, so that's this game. Uh, we think the Highlanders will, uh, sorry, the Hurricanes will run away with it. Yeah. Um, so look, Hurricanes outside backs to get lots of points. Um, both the teams don't really have anything particularly special with the set pieces, but um, yeah, the points are going to be in the backs on this one. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, Blues <clears throat> and Rebels. So Blues Rebels. I mean, I'm putting a little question mark here. Is this another Aussie win over Kiwi side? No, because the one is we playing. I was going to say, well, no. The Yuanis probably won't be playing. I spoke to Tana this week. Uh, the Yuanis. Tana does not want to talk to you. We don't want to talk to you in the podcast with you. <laughs> All right? So I do a podcast with Tana. We don't, don't believe it, mate. So the, the thing is, you've got Parsons, Duffy, and Goodhue all under a concussion cloud. James Parsons was cleared after coming off in their last match, round 14, but didn't come back on the field. Duffy, I think he was round 14. He still hasn't received his apology from Arnold Franks yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has, but he hasn't. He's suffering a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Matt Duffy, he was as well, round 14. I, we haven't heard much about him. And Josh Goodhue, he was back in round 12. So you've got to think he's in and around that he sort was of area. He was in round 12. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's been out for a few weeks. So it's one of those ones that could keep extending. You know, as soon as it gets to a few weeks, you start to have some question marks over what's yeah. going on there. I'm interested in what happens if, if Duffy does re- uh, return. You've got Collins there, who he played really well off the bench last week. And, I mean, he was getting 80 minutes most games throughout the, the early part of the season. So do we have Yuani if he's playing, go to 13? Or is Yuani just not playing this week? Yeah, I reckon uh, Rico. If Re- Duffy's right, I reckon Rico will have a So you think we'll have a back three of Nanai Collins and Duffy? Duffy, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm calling this week. I reckon Tana signed his contract, as I said last week. We get it, mate. We don't need to hear it again. You're broken record. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. I'll be right again. Will Genny as well. He was 50-50 to play last round from his MCL injury. So, we're thinking he should be playing this week. What was the that from? Uh, some random tweet, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was um, Tom English, the uh, medico, medico extraordinaire. Apparently, he was not oh, yeah. near 50-50. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's, yeah he's, just started, he's just started running with a team. He's 50-50 to play. <laughs> yeah, he definitely hadn't been told his percentages. He just no. pulled that out of his ass. Yeah. but that's all right. Yeah, anyway, we expect him back. We think he'll be back this week. Um, look, it could definitely go either way. You're looking at the Rebels are going to be fighting hard for this because they want to have the top spot in the Aussie Conference. Um, the Blues are going to be fighting for their first win at home all year, so that's pretty bad. Mm. And their last couple games are against the Crusaders and the Hurricanes. I think they've got Reds next week, and they've got two more games against Crusaders and Hurricanes. So they're going to want to get these next couple wins. So it's going to be an interesting game. I think it'll actually be worthwhile to watch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have too much. So based on that, you think that they won't rest the UNS? I reckon, no, they're going to rest them. Because <laughs> they have to rest them, and they're definitely going to rest them, not rest them against Crusaders and Hurricanes. Well, I'm not so sure, to be honest. They're not going to beat the Crusaders and Hurricanes even yeah, but if they play. What? But do yeah, they exactly. want to? But do they want to beat a New Zealand team, or do they want to look like they're conceding to the New Zealand? No, sides? see, because this is conceding why defeat. this is why my logic applies. Okay, obviously they changed the rule from you need to mandatorily rest your All Blacks two weeks before the Junior Internationals break. Did they change it? Or then they changed. Then they changed it, they changed it and said, "All right, you have to rest them before the end of the Super Rugby season." Yeah. Um, now, look, following the June international break, they'll come out and say, oh, look, you could just play them. That's fine. Nah. That's what that's what will happen. No. Nah. I reckon or they're going to be rested. if they don't say They're that, rested this week. The coaches will just ignore them and play their, their players. No, nah, they're rested this week. Yuani's playing Put your house every on game this season. And the next game is the Chiefs versus the <laughs> Crusaders. Now, we had such success with Make the weatherman last week that we decided, uh, we decided to get him in again this week. But... Blake wasn't available, so we've got a upgrade, a, a new upgrade from uh, Blackie, the weather reporter. And uh, Blackie, what have you got for us for the Chiefs vs Crusaders forecast? It's gonna rain. There you go. It's gonna rain. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the best YouTube clip. <laughs> you didn't time it perfectly, to be honest. Shut. <laughs> so basically, if it's gonna rain. As uh, our weather reporter said, again, it, it, it only strengthens the fact that the Crusaders forward should just rumble through the Chiefs. But uh, it, it might not be many outside back points again. I think it was 70% chance of 1 to 10 mil, which is a sprinkle, and a 30% chance for over 10 mil. So chances are it's going to be light rain, and we all know that the Kiwis can play expensive footy regardless of that. Yep. Uh, It'll be precipitating, no doubt. Returning... It won't snow or however again. Returning from injury, 
Returning, I apologise for these two. Returning from injury is Tyler Ardron from Concussion. We expect he should be back. I mean, they haven't said anything, but all his concussions have been really quite minor, so that's our expectation. Uh, Kane from his abdominal strain, again, generally not a four- to six-week thing, so he's missed a few weeks already. Tian Falcon could be back from his hand injury, but... um, Oh, no, but... Marty McKenzie's so good, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, who knows? They might keep Marty McKenzie because he's been on fire for them. <laughs> and uh, and the Crusader side of thing, you got Ryan Crotty with his concussion potentially coming back. Tafua was what was Tafua? Was he a calf? I think or leg yeah, tightness calf. or something. They were all, like that. all the All Blacks ones were calves. Mm. They were like a lower leg. Yeah, yeah. young calves. Calf tightness. So it sounded pretty serious. So he just needed after stretch. The yeah. the lazy bugger. <laughs> he doesn't like foam rolling, so he had a week off. Yeah. Uh, Jan Moody's back to try and uh, elbow some throats, take off some heads after coming back from his KB elbow. He's going to get talked about how good he was, though, other than that. Absolutely. And I think the coaches have come out and said it's all BS and they're not dirty and they elbow to the throat for the good of the game. Uh, I think he was, he's been told by the All Blacks coaches to elbow some people. Yep. We need to get you in now. Actually, get you that's not true it. because apparently, what's his name, uh, Hanson, said that they need a swift kick up the arse or something. No, like yeah, that, it was... Slap across the head or something. Punch to the jaw or something. Something like that. Yeah. that. Either way, he wasn't a big fan, so it was obviously the fourth. I think he was taking the piss. But they neck yeah. themselves as well? I can't remember. No, that's a bit rough. Mate, Mate let's not say that. Yeah, sorry. Sam Whitelock should be back hopefully from concussion, and Izzy Dag was... Touch and go to play last week, recovering from his knee injury, so we expect that he'll be back um, probably on the bench for his first week, but you never know. He may just take a spot on the wing. That's, uh, that was he's funny, Harry. Matt, I was just looking at you because I know you don't want that to be true. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the the Crusaders, we expect to tell up the Chiefs. Again, they look pretty... As well as they played against the Tars, it's the Tars. So, um, yep. That's it, and then good Hugh at 13. If Crotty comes back, means that, as we said, we expect him to score better again. He's on like a 40-something average at 13 and about a 22 average at inside centre. So if you're looking to play him or bench him, I guess that's pretty much the one thing I'd be looking at. Anything else from this one, guys? No, good. Uh, Reds Tars. Local derby at home in Sun... Well, at home in Suncor. you got to love an Aussie derby. You do got a lot of money, dummy. Um, mm, yeah, true. Um, look, returning from injury, the Reds have Chris Foyer-Sortea coming back. What was that? Will he be playing in Who? the what 13 jersey? Foyer? Or Foyer? The wing <laughs> Is he jersey? waiting in the Foyer? 13 or 14. Where will he be playing? Who? In Salty Foyer? Chris. F-Sortea. Saltea or Saltea? Foul way. Look, I'm getting saltier <laughs> as it is. Um, no, uh, he'll be back, and so will Lukan Tui. Um, he's back from a knee injury. So Chris is back from a concussion, and Lukan Tui is back from a knee injury. Um, yeah, look, this game is basically going to come down to the Tars are going to have too much power in the back line, yep. I think, and the Reds are going to absolutely dominate this run. Yep. I think so, that's exactly how the game's going to work. So Ross Simmons is going to be the difference because <laughs> he's going to control the line-out. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear <laughs> Look, the, the, only, the big thing that could mean the Reds could win this game is if they actually are so up front with the Tars in the forwards, that shitty ball is getting out there to the Waratahs. I'm backs. 100% calling this to happen. Are you ready? Rob Simmons is going to go up in a line-out oh, and then he's going to throw it to the Reds' halfback. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He's going to right? throw it to Tupo. No, he's going to throw it to the Reds' <laughs> halfback, Matt. He's going to be like, oh, oh what? Oh, yeah. You should, should have stayed in Queensland, Matt. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, 
Look, I think uh, there'll be some points scored in the Tars out wide in the back line. So we're talking Big T, Izzy and Cam Clark. Um, getting some points, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Cam Clark's a finisher. If he gets a bit of space, he'll, he'll do well to score a try. But I don't see him breaking <laughs> a lot of tackles. Yeah, and... he's, your, he's your hard worker that... Well, he, he works hard for you, but he doesn't get that many fantasy points. Being on the end, taking, taking advantage of some, some yeah. space. Yeah. You'd expect him to he could get a try. Depends if he... Is he running at uh, Patea or is he running at Parisi, the better oh, defender? It will be against... Patea's definitely the better defender. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm just rolling you out, mate. You do love Parisi. Rolling Parisi, yeah. rolling. P- Parisi <laughs> missed one tackle. That's really bad for Harry. Um, anyway, Excellent. so... And we're yeah. thinking big points for the front row from the Reds. Yep, big points. The Tars rolling more. Defense is pretty solid, though. Having said that, for Brendan Payne, Gramosa, you know they 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 seem to be really muscling up and stopping people from going through the middle of them off that line out. I, look, the the Reds line defense was bloody awesome last week. Like they just stopped barge after barge on their own line. They've done it the last few weeks actually. Yeah. They're amazing. It's just hard. Stuff. Like honestly, one of the best I've ever seen on line defense, where guys are just diving in. One after the other and stopping them crossing that line, that extra meter. I've never, it's because they didn't have Rob Simmons there to get a yellow card. <laughs> I've never seen another team, other than the Reds, pick a halfback based purely on line defense. <laughs> but clearly oh God, that's how Brad Thorn picks his halfback. How about his box kick? Oh, oh no, how, well, his little chip. They're like 30 meters out and he does a little chip into the corner when there's four <laughs> opposition <laughs> players. No chases. Even like, that it, is retarded, mate. Even if Look, it went out, it wasn't a good play. Oh, then, mate. About two minutes later, Sopawanga, on his own 22, decides to kick to space and ends up 10 metres out from the Reds line. It was like, oh my God. They're trying to keep their own players, their own team on their toes as well, not just the opposition. Yeah. They're trying to keep everyone on their toes. He, he was saying, guys, you should be there. I'm going to let you know that by kicking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and look, that, talking about that, that kind of is our next point, is that the Reds cannot tactically kick. So yeah. Tars are going to... Um, Two good things come out of that. One is that they're going to kick it. Falau's going to see a lot of ball. So he'll be running it back all day. And the second thing is the Tars are going to win the territory battle, I think. So we'll see them down in the right end of the field. Yep. Um, and hopefully they can convert. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Look, I mean, Karevi to do Karevi. It'll be a good battle, I think, Karevi and um, Rona. I think that'll be good. Yeah, that's, that's... It could be a battle for the jersey, really, for the 13 jersey, because TK yeah. is... I mean, I don't know who TK is. Oh, it depends where... We're saying FSOT had to go into the wing, then. Sorry, yeah, no, Karev will be at 12, No, he? not necessarily. If FSOT is back, they could go back to the, yeah. the 12, 13... Or, the, yeah, they, or they could I keep I reckon it they'll play that, because KB is over at 12. It'll be Powell against KB. That's a pretty good matchup, I think. I think he's done well enough. Yeah, I agree. No, I mean Power is pretty. He's good. Power is, and he, he was awesome. He's last very year. good defender. He just hasn't had a lot of time. He'll, 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 he'll be all right. He'll like, smash the Wallabies. No, I just mean that in defense, that Power is very good. Hmm. And he's also got one Warriors <laughs> cap. <laughs> that's the that's the hmm of disagreement. Um, <laughs> you, no, you, mate, you love him last year. You just got a short memory. Oh, I think he's good, but he's just not going to beat KB, mate. He's, he's the form good... back pretty much for Australia at the moment. Inside back, he's unbelievable. So you'd prefer Karevi to defend against him? Uh, uh, yeah, probably. At least neither one's going to stop him facilitating. Karevi mm. might run over him a couple of times. That's, that's about true. the difference. It's true. Mm. On that note, let's move on. Brumbies and the Moon Dogs. So yeah, we we saw this week a few of the the Sunwolves go home. So Inagaki and Juan Ku. So both their props. Um, so Ku started this week. Uh, he's going to be heading off. And I think who did we say was going to replace Ku? 
We're thinking Yashvili. Uh, yeah, Yashvili. Yeah, I'm not sure how to say his the, last name, but the Georgian. That's good enough. The Georgian. Um, we're also Maccabi's gone home. It could be Henkes Van Wyk as well, but yeah, yeah. I thought he was a better chance, Henkes, because he's been on the bench a few times, but you know. Nakamura and the big one Lemeki going home, but they've had a few returning people. So mm. um, Gerard Van der Heever. Gerard, yep. Van yeah. Heever, yep. Uh, so has he had a groin injury? Yeah, he had an overload kind of groin related injury all season. They've listed him as just kind of managing his work rate. So they'll find him over. This is his first game of the year, I think. So it is, yeah. And he can play wing or um, fullback, I think. Yeah. Yes. They've also had two other rubbish people turn up. But I don't have a clue who they are. Do you guys know who they are? No, I saw their names, but they meant nothing to me. So I, I just don't <laughs> see them playing. Two bums. Yeah, two absolute bums coming back. <laughs> but, but they've obviously got holes in the outside back. So that's why we think Van der Neve is an, actually a chance with Samaki injured, Lameki going home. And then with Little injured and... Yeah, Little, his, Little and Samaki Nakamura injured. Nakamura gone, gone home as well. So they've lost 12, 13, 11 and 14 this week. Yeah, so we see. Um, I've forgotten who we said we see. That's a weird. We see Emery coming in to play thirteen. Yeah, we oh, saw twelve yeah. playing. Who was? Who do we think? Tatakawa. 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 Because you need some game time. Hamarabe uh, Tatakawa. <laughs> no, Hamarichi Tatakawa. Um, Harambe. Harambe. That's what I was going for. Yeah, he stuffed it. Yeah, um, Tatakawa playing twelve because he needs. Yeah, he needs some game time. Even though he's in the Japanese national squad, he mm. needs some game time under his belt. Masawira and Van der Heer on the wings. <laughs> yeah, Masawira would have come in. Yeah. yeah, maybe at fullback even. The flanker. So Masaru and Van der Heever to maybe swap the fullback or wing one. Yeah. 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 And then maybe one more outside back. Yeah, we don't know who that is. It could be Emery staying there and having Three words. someone else yeah, slot in. Watch this space. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Robbie Abel, he had a calf injury or calf tightness round 14 and was flown home. So It was a calf tear, yeah. It was yeah. a proper calf tear. So we're thinking he's probably around that space. Well, they never said how bad it was, but you yeah. know, I, I, it's the way they talked about it didn't seem like that much. Who knows if they God. just were holding information, but they need a hooker. So if he's oh. close to right, he'll play. Oh, my Israel Flout, they have to have him back because McKinnery or whoever the bloke is there, they're really going to struggle. Nelson, you can go down and play hooker. I've, I've done a bit of hooking in my time. Yeah, not that type of hooking. Um. <laughs> no, I actually started out as hooker, mate. I don't have the size. I don't have the girth. So the Brumbies are asking they'll uh, they'll donate money to three different charities if they can get 15,000 yeah. fans. they've got to get more than the 10 they had last last home game. Well, I think they actually legitimately had 5,000, so they're looking to triple. Yeah, they're, and they're saying they'll give... What, 15,000 to a few different charities? Yeah, something. Well, you guys should so, get the whole horned army and mobilise them, get them down. Look, I mean, there's too many people, we don't have enough time to call them all. Um, <laughs> but no, look, and they're not going to exist later this year, so that's fine. I think, the yeah. Ram, no, the Rams that it, we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. If, if you live in Canberra and you know what's good for you, turn up. Otherwise, you might not have a team next year. Yeah. You otherwise, otherwise you're basically, you're, you're actually... Not, you're, they will have it no, next no. year. If, you, if you're in Canberra and you don't turn up, you're actually stealing money from charity. That's what you're doing. Yeah, okay. you're pretty much going to the Raiders game and no one cares about the Raiders. Yeah, no, but That's you, what you're pretty much doing by not going yeah, to the Raiders. Yeah, you're stealing money from charities, okay? That's what you're doing. You're bad people. Yeah, go to the game. Have a think about it. And that pretty much brings <laughs> us to the end of the day. Can well, I, I've just got one question for you. Kagi, I just want you to tell me who's going to be the top scorer in the Highlanders versus Hurricanes game? Ben Lamb. Nelson, who's going to be the top scorer in the Blues versus Rebels game? Maddox. <laughs> Rico, you won. 
No, he's not playing, mate. Harrison, I've got Maddox on my team. Who do you think is going to be the top scorer in the Chiefs versus Crusaders game? Just ask yourself a question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a no-brainer, mate. That's going to be Jack Woodhue. Podcasting 101. Uh, after this. Reds Waratahs, Kagi. Who will be the top scorer? Reds Waratahs? Yeah. He's right for that. And Brumby's son, Nelson, finishes off. Who's it going to be? Whoever the hooker is. Tom Banks. The Brumbies. Whoever the hooker is for Brumbies. Okay. Banks is going to be good, but I'm going to say the hooker for the Brumbies. He's going to score two or three driving more tries. And that pretty the much takes us <laughs> to the <laughs> final part of our podcast, yeah. the... What you going to do with that dessert? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Oh, my God. And anyway, so the dessert this week, we're just going to look at the run home. God, we're so making a good professional finish product here now, boys. <laughs> we're, you know, they can't all be gold, guys. Sometimes they need to have the bad podcasts to know what the good ones sound like. Well, look, I purposely <laughs> didn't bring alcohol this week so that I could stay on my game. And then you just supply red. Yeah, this week is sponsored. <laughs> True, mate, give a shout out to you. We can get someone to sponsor us, alright? Yeah, shit, can we? Oh, mate, Vino Mofo, mate. We can just talk about it. Oh, yeah. I actually might be able to get some beer sponsor, to be honest. Fellas, the podcast this week is sponsored by the Lera Estate. Uh, they make a fine Cab Franc, Cab sponsor. Sauvignon, medium body with spice from the 2015 collection. So we highly recommend their red wine. It's gone down an absolute <laughs> treat tonight, and we apologise. Clearly, we won't be taking the same wine next week because we want people to come back. So, <laughs> Unless they've sent us an hour box of crap. It depends who sends us wine. We'll give you a shout out. That's true. Yeah, yeah that is true. <laughs> we prefer red, but we'll drink anything that's alcoholic, even if it's in a box. So the run home, there's, there's four weeks left. Everyone knows that the entire South African conference isn't playing this week. So then it means, you know, what, what else is worth knowing running forward? So the three teams that have a buy after this, number one, it's the Lions... In, sorry, it's the Crusaders so in round seventeen, the Lions in round eighteen, and the Stormers, the Shark, uh, the Stormers, Stormers in round nineteen. So the Stormers and Lions are missing two of the next four. So basically, sell any Stormers and Lions players because they're no good to you. So sack them. That's yep. a that's an absolute gimme. The Crusaders having one by, you know, that that's a big deal. But I think their remaining fi- fixtures aren't that hard. They have the Chiefs, Highlanders, and Blues. So a couple of or three New Zealand teams that they should probably beat. So I would still hold on to them. In terms of just the... to be clear, they're only not that hard for the Crusaders. That's yeah. right. Just, yeah, just yeah. agree, <laughs> agree. But they've also got Highlanders and Blues at home. Like that should be gimmies for the Crusaders in the Christchurch. Yeah. yeah. So if if you look through the run home and you value everyone in terms of how they're listed in in, in their rankings, and you measure that up against the home team's rankings, or the you know we we can work out basically the difficulty of the matchup for each team, and then we can look up. Who has the easiest run home relative to their own kind I, of power rankings? I think what, what you've done as the number one is, to me, is the, the most interesting one because it's what we were saying a little bit before. The Jags, they have the easiest run home. Yes, um, that is number the, one. Yeah, they've got the Stormers, the Bulls, the Sharks. Stormers at home, Bulls and Sharks over in South Africa, but they're just on an absolute tear at the moment. So Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get. I, I guess the only risk with them is if they come home from the international break and they're just absolutely buggered. The, Oh, yeah. But there's so, just not that long until the end of the season. Like, you'd yeah. have to think that they can pull it together. And who are they playing in internationals? Like, it's a nobody, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a couple, like, so they're having a rest, two teams or A few rest weeks, really. Yeah. Um, second place is none other than the Mighty Waritars. Um, 
So got, we're, we're expecting them to do very well. They've got the Reds. They've got the, pretty much the whole Australian well, that's uh, conference. It. That's yeah. what it is. Away from home, the Reds and the Rebels. That's and it. then at home, the Sunwolves and the Brumbies. Like, if there's not four freaking wins there, then... They don't deserve to be first in Australia. Exactly. There's a very good chance here for them to come second overall, despite being, a, you know, maybe the sixth or seventh best team. And having a pretty easy Ooh. run through the finals. And we're not, well. we're not just wearing our New South Wales coloured glasses here. We're actually telling you to pick up players from Australia. It's, yeah, it's because they're versing It's been a long time since we've said that. <laughs> it is. It is a long time. Yeah. The, so yeah. the Waratahs are high value at the moment. Third place comes in at the Hurricanes. Obviously one of the best teams in the competition. Uh, they've got the Highlanders, Brumbies, Blues and Chiefs. So again, just the Kiwi conferences, but we expect the Crusaders and the Hurricanes to reign supreme in yeah. any of those. And Ben Lerner is going to back, break that try-scoring record. Oh, for sure. Mile, by a couple of tries at least. Unless he does what he did last week. And I won't break down the games to come. You're going to have a look yourself. We've, but we've we have got, yeah. fourth place as the Crusaders. We've got fifth, the Lions. So this is where the one thing this, this sort of falls apart is they've only got two games. So they've got, yes, not that hard games. Again, the two lower teams in the South African Conference. Mm. But where they're sitting with that bye, that bye could be the telling thing for them. So, yeah, they could get... Two wins, and they need to get two wins and potentially two bonus points. I was going to say, I think they need two two wins, at least a bonus point, to make yeah. sure they finish second. Yeah. So, not a hard run home. In fact, they're versing the same teams, uh, barring one is it the Stormers that the Sharks are versing. And so, who are uh, the, the Jaguars are versing? So, who are we talking? Who are the value players in the Stormers we're talking about? So, obviously, we're saying in the Stormers in the sorry in the, the Lions. Lions. Yeah. The hooker, obviously, pick up whoever's playing hooker. Whoever's hooker. Uh, well, this, actually, I, I, just just be careful about that one because Malcolm Marks was originally penciled in to yeah. play after the international break, so he there could be go. the big value player there. Who knows with the high hamstring tear if he's going to be back in that time frame. Let's yet. be honest. If you're playing a game where one person has Marks, they're holding him. He's that. He's a player that he's too valuable for anyone to let go. You will hold him for six weeks and change your hooker each week in hopes he'll come back. Yeah, absolutely. So no one's picking him up. <laughs> no. Uh, anyone else? Um, well, you know, in terms of outside backs, I mean... They could all score, yeah, talking, they could all be thinking, junk. Are we thinking Gianti's going to get some points? You know, I don't know. I would say he's probably the safest bet at the moment. It mm. looks like Gianti and Comrink are their two favourites. Comrink isn't scoring points at the moment. Mm. And I think if you're looking to pick he's someone up... the Safa squad. Yeah, okay. But if you're looking to pick someone up, you don't. You generally wouldn't look to pick someone up to hope they come into form and, at the end of the season. No, for sure. So Gianchi should time. be the the obvious one. I think that's a, a spot on pick. Mm. And I mean, Tumwe surely is next in line. It's, if so he's he starting, gets a run. I think it's yep. funny. It's just the lines are still good, but it feels like there's way less players that we talk about in the lines. You it's just I mean? no the same like blocks. Just, yeah, the same blocks are there, but there's just not the enthusiasm behind you know, it. Last they, year you'd pick up Rohan, you'd pick up Mapo, Mapoi. Um, you'd be doing everything you get to Combrink, any everything you can, yeah. you know. And so, but with, at the moment, the value players really are just the, the hooker, the random younger, probably your back, Wago <laughs> Smith. Or yeah. if, I mean, if, if he's still even starting, Marcus Schumann might take his spot. But um, hey, come on, don't don't sell false dreams. <laughs> no, let's be honest. Schumann to finish stronger than Quagga. But Schumann's good off the bench. Yeah, that's where he gets he's, his he's better off the bench. Quagga yeah. Smith is in some pretty average form, to be honest with you. But mm. a couple of easier games, you never know. I, I probably wouldn't be picking him up or trading trading too much for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much the Lions. Look, the hardest run homes, I think, is probably pretty useful to, to give you as well. The worst ones, the Brumbies. Um, so they've got, uh, they've got an easy game this week. They've got the Sunwolves, but then they've got the Hurricanes 
in Canberra, then they've got Chiefs in New Zealand, and then Waratahs in New South Wales. Matt, they could play the Hurricanes in Antarctica, wouldn't they? <laughs> so look, I mean, they could get a win here against the Sunwolves. I'm thinking they will, because the Sunwolves team has been decimated. But then you're looking at probably three shellackings. Yeah, if you can pick them up for a one week, or I think it'd be pretty handy. But that's yeah, what you want them for. Yeah, you're not going to have them for longer than a week. I'd be tempted to go. I've got a few scoring blokes. I know that they can score points this week. So be trying to sell those Blake blokes this week. If you can go, I know I've got Banks for example. He's a good player, but it, it might be time to get rid of him and know that he's not going to have as good chances in the back three. Yeah, hard runs home. Rebels are the next worst. And then Sun Wolves, then you've got Stormers. Yeah, and that pretty much wraps it up. So stay away from those players. Stormers like the plague. Interesting, again, for another sort of top fight for the Aussie Conference. We're sort of saying the Rebels have, I'm pretty sure, quite a hard run home. Yeah, they're 14th. Is that what we were saying? Is that right? That's right. Blues away in South Africa. Then they play the Waratahs in New South Wales. They play the Reds at home, and then they finish with the Highlanders, the Kiwis, so you, you, in New Zealand as well. You, those run homes, you're locking in the Tars for, for top yeah. place for Australia. Yeah, I think definitely. And you hopefully send the Jags move in for them, and no changes in New Zealand. Up the Jags. Yeah. Very good. Well, look, if you if you made it this far, if you're still listening, well done. Um, you'll, you might have noticed last week that we had a slightly different introduction and ending <laughs> to our podcast. Uh the, the drought was over, but uh, it wasn't to be, so it's now back to 1-0 to New Zealand. 2-0. So. Two two but two close two, two nil games. To New Zealand. Two games that you can still be proud of as an Aussie. But uh, what a good week it was, anyway, those seven days. This yeah. is, you know, last week we broke the drought, but this was probably the best round performance by by Australia we, the round performance so was good last, last week this was the best the Reds looked really solid but just couldn't get it done against the Highlanders as a young team the Brumbies belted the Bulls down a man with 20 minutes to go what the about Warren the Reds Tars almost looked... beating the Canes Tars beating Highlanders the only issue, real issue was the Brumbies against the Lions last week. So you agree with me? Uh, the Waratahs <laughs> looking really good against the Chiefs. And then, of course, the Rebels belting the Sun Wolves. So It was a good week. Good times all around for Australia. And, I mean, let's be honest. Australia's Kiwis number two. are always looking fantastic. Staffers have got a number Staffers four a after week. Japan. Staffers have got a bad week. Well, after Jags. there you had it. That was the Fantasy XP Draft Podcast, episode 14. And uh, until next time, stay classy. Catch you later. So. Keep it deep and keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done.